Marketplace is supported by Putnam Investments, celebrating over 70 years of service to financial advisors, their clients, and institutions worldwide. Putnam Investments, a world of investing. Produced in association with the University of Southern California. It was a choice between the devil and the deep blue sea. Stand by and watch as millions of gallons of oil soiled the Gulf Coast line or set the sea on fire and hope that it burns itself out. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Mini, featuring the 37-mile-per-gallon Mini Cooper with go-kart handling. Learn more at miniusa.com slash info. Sustainability coverage is supported in part by the Candida Fund, furthering values that contribute to a healthy planet. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Tess Vigland in for Kai Rizdahl. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday. It is the 28th day of April. Today, in what can only be described as an act of environmental desperation, the U.S. Coast Guard began setting fire to parts of a giant oil slick that continues to spread just off the Louisiana coast. The so-called controlled burn and the acrid black smoke it will send into the atmosphere will, in the best-case scenario, keep the oil from drifting onto coastal estuaries and wetlands. Marketplace's John Dimsdale reports the cleanup crews have no easy choices. So far, the well's owner, British Petroleum, is paying for the cleanup. But the Coast Guard's Mary Landry, who's coordinating the burn, says in the end, others will also bear the costs. We've got all the tools, all the resources for the appropriate oversight from federal, state. And and I would tell you, the industry has bought all the resources to bear. The American Petroleum Institute's Allison Nyholm says burning the oil is preferable to letting it reach land. You're able to take care of 90 to 98 percent of the oil. And then what is left is a waxy sheen that can be skimmed off the top. And Nyholm says burning should work well in this case. This oil is light, sweet crude. It's excellent for this type of burning. So it's, it's of the perfect type to um, deal with it in a very rapid, quick manner. But burning will cause air pollution carbon dioxide, sulfur dioxide, and other toxic particles. This is a sad state of affairs because it's, it's a real lose-lose proposition. Jackie Savitz is a senior scientist with the conservation group Oceana. She says burning is better than letting the oil spread to fisheries and marine habitats. Already stressed populations of bluefin tuna, grouper, and snapper are spawning now. The oil spill threatens to eat away at the $200 million a year Gulf fishing industry. We're losing oil, you know, which is a shame because oil is a very valuable resource. There's a huge cost associated with that that, you know, really we all pay because this is a common resource for all Americans. Until the well can be capped, it continues to spew 42,000 gallons of oil a day into the Gulf. In Washington, I'm John Dimsdale for Marketplace. Today, the Federal Reserve decided to keep short-term interest rates right where they are at record levels. And it indicated they'll stay that way for, quote, an extended period. That helped send stocks up, and so did more strong profit reports from corporate America. Dow Chemical says its net income surged almost 2,300 percent. The reason? Just one word. Plastics. Jill Marche reports. The world's newest and greatest superhero, Plastic Man. He can spring. He can stretch. If you want to see signs the economy is bouncing back, look no farther than plastic. 
George Van Horn is a manufacturing analyst at Ibis World Industry Research. He says Dow Chemicals' earnings are like a broad economic indicator. Because plastics find their way into every nook and cranny, really, of the economy. Dow Chemical says it's been getting more orders for the kind of plastic that goes into cell phones and electronics. And for plastic wrap, Bill Wood is a plastic